Welcome to episode 42 of the Ministry at Scale podcast. I'm your host, Chad Williams. Join us as we discuss trends, learn from experts, and share practical tips to help your ministry multiply its digital impact. Today, we're going to be talking about the Google Ads Grant Trap. Google Ads Grant has been around for years. Many ministries use it successfully, perhaps you do too, but many others have fallen to a trap. Their ads, or even their entire account, has gotten suspended. Well, today, we're going to talk about how to get out of that trap with 5Q's senior digital strategist, Ben Martin. In a couple of weeks after this airs, 5Q is going to be hosting their virtual digital ministry conference on October 6th and 7th. We're going to be talking ministry benchmarks, digital trends, and engaging with other ministry leaders. We encourage you to be there. You can reserve your spot today at digitalministryconference.com. That's digitalministryconference.com. The challenge with that Google Ads grant is if you want to actually get $10,000 a month out of search ads, it takes work. Um, it's not a set it and forget it type of, of experience. Welcome to the Ministry of Scale podcast. I'm your host, Chad Williams. Well, today, I'm really excited to have Ben Martin joining us. Ben is 5Q's senior digital strategist, and he actually has a degree in communications. He started his career in radio, but for the past 10 years, he's been specifically in digital marketing. He's worked with organizations like Cure International and some colleges. And for the past two years, he's been working at 5Q, serving dozens of ministries. So Ben, welcome to the show. Thanks, Chad. It's good to be here. So, so I'll give folks the context for, for what we're going to be talking about. Today, we're going to be talking about Google Ads. And a couple of weeks ago, we had a, a potential customer client call us and say, hey, Chad, uh, you know, we've been doing this Google Ads grant thing and been paying somebody to help us with it, just a few hundred bucks a month. And we just got banned and we haven't been able to do anything with that $10,000 grant for the past 10 months. Can you help us out? And, and that got me to thinking, and yeah, we were working with them to help them get unbanned, but it got me thinking, wonder how many other ministries are in a similar setting where they started with mm -hmm. Google ads grant and then they get banned. So, so Ben, you're our resident expert on Google ads. So first talk to us a little bit about what is the Google ad grant and why should ministries be using it? Yeah, what is this? You said $10,000. Where, where can I set up for $10,000, right? right. Um, yeah, you know, it's, it's really interesting. Um, Google has a suite of things that they offer to, to any nonprofit. They call it uh, Google for Nonprofits. You can get free access to the, to the G Suite, you know, like Gmail and, and Drive and those things. You can get some free tools to help out on YouTube. Uh, and they also have the Ads Grant as part of that Google for Nonprofits program. Um, the Google Ads Grant uh, is, is a up to $10,000 a month budget that they will give to a nonprofit uh, to be able to spend on search ads. Um, so they actually give the you Google $10,000? So they actually give you 10 they grand? Give, <laughs> they let you spend up to 10 grand on the platform. <laughs> yeah, don't you never actually see a cent of it in your, in your pocket. Yeah. So it's advertising like, in like advertising. Yes, yes, it's a, like it's an in-kind gift in -kind essentially. Gift. Yep. yep, and it's for advertising. Now, the 
the Google Ads platform uh, you may have encountered before, um, especially if you've set up like a Google business listing, they try to you know give you a free $150 or whatever to, to do Google Ads. And if you get in there, there's a lot of things, right? So the, the Google Ads platform encompasses um, the search ads that show up when somebody searches. It also includes display advertising that shows on websites all over the internet, and it includes the video ads that show up on YouTube. Uh, so there's a lot of things in the Google Ads platform, but for the grant, it's limited to just Google search ads. So you're not getting YouTube ads for free. You're not getting display ads for free. You're getting search ads for free. Um, and search ads are kind of a different animal, you know, um, they're, they're the ads that show up when you use the Google search platform. So you, you, you type in your search and you get, you know, you normally get a list of, of results. And on the, that page of results, you may see a lot of things. You may see some suggested images. You might see some suggested answers. You might see uh, product ads. You're definitely seeing, you know, your search results. But then also, along with those search results, you often will see ads that look just like the search results. They've got the one headline, they've got a URL, they've got a couple of rows of text, um, but there'll be a little, little square indicator usually just to the left of the ad or just above the ad that says ad. And that's your indication that that is a sponsored result and not just an organic regular search result. Sometimes they're at the top of the results page, sometimes they're at the bottom, sometimes they're both. Sometimes you only see a couple of them. Sometimes there are like six on the page. It's a really uh, <laughs> highly variable experience. But those are the ads that you can get uh, for free through the Google Ads Grant Program or those search ads. So how, how does a ministry or nonprofit qualify for the Google Ad Grant Program? Now that's that's a good question. So you've got to start by qualifying for Google for nonprofits. Um, the qualifications vary by country, but you know for the United States, that's probably the the largest single area. Um, in the United States, you've got to be a five hundred one c three. So that's the the first thing. You can't be a school or university. You can't be a hospital. Um, or medical provider, but if you're a fundraising arm for a school or a fundraising arm for a university, that's fine as long so as it's a, a charity. So if they have right. a foundation, like a hospital foundation, could qualify. Yep, yep, and um, you've also. Uh, let's see. So you've got to be the 501c3. You've got to be your own 501c3. You can't be. Um, you can't be funded from another 501c3. So you've got to be, be independent. Um, so those are kind of the initial qualifications to, to get into the Google for Nonprofits program. And then when, once you set up in Google Ads, um, there's additional things you have to do to maintain your qualification. So you get your program set up and you've got to hit certain performance metrics, um, certain activity metrics, and you have to abide by all of the normal rules for Google ads, right? So Google ads, whether you're getting them for free or not, they've got rules about what you can advertise and what you can't. You can't advertise firearms. Uh, you can't advertise pharmaceuticals, things of that nature. You can't do a, an ad that uses trademark language or uses a copyright uh, somebody else holds. So you've got to abide, abide by all of those rules as well. And the content of your ads has to have something to do with the mission of your nonprofit. 
So you couldn't uh, sign up for a nonprofit for a fundraising for a school and then promote um, uh, admissions to that school on that platform, right? You, you have you're, you have to be focused on on the mission of the of the nonprofit side. So that's kind of the qualification qualifications to get in there. Great, and so you you've got to do some really some pretty um, regular work. You can't just like set up your ad and forget about it because it'll very quickly be, um, it won't be running anymore. But what are the types of things that would cause an actual organization to get kind of banned, like like delisted so that they can't even run any more ads on yeah. the ads grant? So there's, there's kind of two levels of, of trouble you can run into. One is there where they're just going to pause a set of ads, particular ads that are violating some sort of group uh, rules. The other is where, yes, your entire account gets suspended. Um, so let's let's talk about the 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 uh, the, the lighter group first. Um, if if you have just lost access to certain ads, it's because those ads in particular have violated some sort of policy. Usually, when we encounter that. Um, it's because of copyrighted text or, or trademarked text. For example, um, Time Life, Time Magazine, they've copyrighted the word time. So if we put, <laughs> or they've trademarked the word time, mm-hmm. you can't copyright it, but they've trademarked it. So if we have the word time in ad content, uh, it'll quite often get flagged and we have to ask mm-hmm. them to review it and recognize, no, we're not talking about Time Magazine. We're just talking about the general concept of time. So that can happen. Um, or if, if you're talking about a, a, a current political uh, or issues driven thing, that can cause um, ads to be paused quite often. If there's something that's in the news, because people go to Google to seek news, uh, they want to make sure that you know, the information they're finding is actually a news result and not something someone's trying to pay to get in front of them. So, uh, so, so on most of these things, I'm, I'm assuming Google has some kind of a AI artificial intelligence that yes. it, so a person isn't, doesn't actually review it, then you as the, as the account holder gets notified, hey, your ad isn't running anymore. What's the process that a person goes through to be able to say, hey, um, get me back online for this individual ads? Yeah, you're right. It is an AI. They're not, they're not individually reviewing these with a human. Um, so uh, it'll get flagged. You'll get an email to the you know whoever holds the account. Uh, there'll be a notification if you log in that'll tell you that this ad group has been flagged. They'll tell you uh, which policy the violation is from, so you have some sense of what you're looking for. Um, and and often they will also tell you what it is, but not always. Sometimes they don't tell you what it is that's violating it. And so you have a couple of options, right? You can at that point say, okay, you can just give up and say, we're not going to try this ad. Um, Sometimes that's the easiest way to go Mm -hmm. forward. Um, But you can also um, modify the text of the ad and resubmit it. So if it's just a single term, like a trademarked term, quite often you can just change the term, find a different word that says the same thing and resubmit and it'll go through. Um, but if you really are, are stuck on you know, wanting your text to, to carry through, you can actually appeal. Um, you can appeal and it'll be resubmitted. Um, and you can also reach out to the, the help, the support 
folks for for Google Ads. The interesting thing when you run into that is that um, the folks who actually monitor uh, the ads grant process, you can't reach directly. You, you can only reach the regular Google Ads support. So they then have to reach out to the Google Ads grant people. And sometimes you can get a uh, situation resolved in your favor and sometimes you can't and you just have to get creative with the terminology you're using or, or choose to go in a different direction. Yeah, yeah. So that's when an individual ad gets paused. What about if an entire account gets banned? What, yeah. what things play into that uh, for that to happen? And that's the one that always gets gets you worried when you find out you you get that email that says your account has been suspended, right? It's like, ah, oh, what's this? Uh, this is a disaster I wasn't expecting to work on today. Um, so there, that's when it's usually related to the Google for nonprofits policies, where one of those has been violated. So I think the the easiest one to to run afoul of is if you don't log into your account at least once every thirty days. They consider the account inactive and your account can be suspended as a result. Uh, there are some other rules that are that are you know fairly common to, to run across. You have to maintain your click-through rate at 5% or higher. That's the, the number of people who have actually clicked on one of your ads and arrived at your website, or the percentage of people. Uh, if you're if your click-through rate drops below 5% for you know over a month, they're generally going to suspend your account. Um, you could have uh, a bad URL if you've given uh, if you're something the landing page you are using changed and you're now giving a bad URL for where people are landing uh, that can cause your account to be suspended. So you want to make sure you're always aware of changes on your website and how that interacts with your Google Ads account. Well, so so all those things like what you just described is one. <laughs> One is sometimes is, is the simplest. You have to be actively being in there at least every 30 days. And, and yet we see a lot of companies will set this up and then forget about it. And then they'll wonder why, or their, or their ads grant with, but you have to be active. And then it was interesting that you talked about the ads have to actually be working. So they have That's to be right. quality, quality ads. And, and again, this is it's in Google's favor because they, they, they don't, they're, they're, they're offering this as a free service, but at the same time, their end audience is the searchers, the people who are searching, and they don't want to be showing up things that aren't actually working for those end user and searchers. And so um, quality ads, that makes good, makes good sense. The bad links, that makes good sense. Um, and I, I would assume that, that, it's a like one or two times. Is it true that one or two times, you know, they'll look over it or you'll get your ad banned? But eventually, if it's if you're violating the policy multiple times, and if you're violating the big picture policies of being a part of the, the whole program, that's what actually gets your account account banned. Yeah, the you know the accounts being suspended, sometimes it, it sneaks up on you and it's a surprise, um, not because you haven't been active in the account, but because Google has decided to change their mind about how strictly they want to enforce a policy. So one of the policies actually that can get you banned um, that I hadn't mentioned is if you use generic keywords or single term keywords. Um, at one, this it's always been a, a restriction that you weren't supposed to use generic keywords. You're supposed to use keywords that are very specific to what you're talking about. But for a long time, that wasn't a policy that Google enforced. 
And so even though it was on the books as a policy for compliance, um, they weren't enforcing it. And so no one really had to be careful about doing that. Um, they changed their mind on that this year <laughs> and suddenly started enforcing that rule. Um, and, and they did so without much warning. And so we actually, uh, I, I'm familiar with an account that, that was suspended uh, and it wasn't because it wasn't being maintained or didn't, it, had, it had good performance. It had a good click-through rate. Um, it was being actively maintained, but Google uh, decided to change their mind on enforcing that account and an account got suspended. Um, fortunately, uh, it was able to get reactivated fairly, fairly easily. And, and that's the question, right? What do you have to do to reactivate the account once it gets suspended? So yep. um, you're still able to log in and see your account when the account is suspended. So that's, that's helpful. And what you want to do is you want to log in and you want to access, they have a dashboard, a compliance dashboard for the ads grant program. Um, and that's what you want to access. And what that does is it looks at, it gives you a, a score. It looks at your entire account and it gives you a score um, policy by policy and lets you know if you're passing or failing mm -hmm. for that policy. And so you'll look at that dashboard and see what um, issue or issues you are failing. Um, and then you can address those and you have to address them before, and then you have to address all of them. And then you have to submit um, and reapply essentially. You have to submit to have your account reviewed and they'll do a review. And if they see everything's in compliance, they'll turn it back on. Good. So depending on the severity, you know, if it was just um, because you hadn't logged in and taken any type of action in 30 days, it's pretty easy. Um, you log in, you delete a keyword and, and you're, you know, you're in a state where you can be reactivated. But, you know, if it's uh, like, like this single keyword, single term keyword issue, you might have to do significant edits mm -hmm. to your, your account before you can, before you can get it going again. Well, it's good that Google gives you a dashboard compliance yes. dashboard that you can yes, actually see and, and, and look and see. So, so I'm, I'm just thinking about like this, this organization that came to us again, they've been paying somebody that wasn't very much three or $400 a month. And they ended up with the account, the full account getting suspended. What are the kinds of questions that you would encourage a ministry to ask to determine first to determine whether or not they should manage the Google ad grant themselves in house or whether mm -hmm. they should outsource it to an organization like a freelancer or somebody like five Q what kind of questions like you were in, kind of in that role at one point. I was, yeah. When I, <laughs> when I was at Cure International, um, when I came on board, they already had the Google ads grant. It was pretty early in the program. Mm -hmm. um, and there were some different uh, things were a little bit different then because it was many years ago, but it was, you still, you still face the same type of problem. So we had the Google ads grant and we wanted to manage it in house, uh, which we did, but the challenge with that Google ads grant is if you want to actually get $10,000 a month out of search ads, it takes work. Um, it's not a set it and forget it type of, of experience. You know, you can spend $10,000 a month on Facebook ads just by configuring a campaign, setting the budget high enough and pressing play, right? Hit the go button and it'll go. It'll spend your money all day long uh, until you tell it to stop. 
But with Google Ads Grant, because there's that performance metric, you've got to be hitting that 5% click-through rate. You've got to be logged in every, every month. There are some metrics you've got to do. And even if you're hitting that 5% click-through rate, there's no guarantee you're spending through $10,000 of available budget and getting the most that you can out of it. Um, it takes kind of a, a regular tweaking of, of the ads that you've got. It takes trying new ideas. Um, so there's a lot that actually goes into to managing it and getting the full performance out of it. So if you're, you know, as you're, you're a ministry and you're thinking about, all right, is this something we want to do? Is this something we want to take advantage of? Um, you know, I, I do think it's a really valuable tool. It provides, um, it can provide quite a bit of traffic. I've seen, you know, fully optimized ads accounts running anywhere from seven to fifteen thousand clicks a month. So you can get significant traffic for a website uh, from this resource, but you do need to, to count the cost, right? You need to determine, is this something we wanna do and how do we wanna engage with it? So, you know, if you're trying to think about, uh, do we wanna manage it in-house? Uh, I would recommend, you know, first you wanna assess, you know, what, do you have someone with the right skill set? Do you have somebody who's run some, who's done digital advertising before, or is at least, mm -hmm. you know, fairly familiar with, with that world? Um, so that would be, you know, the first step. And, and if not, like, is there some training you can get access to, to, to get them up to speed? Uh, second, do you have the capacity, right? So, um, you know, to really, to really do it well, you want to be putting in hours every week. So, you know, I would, I would plan on spending, I don't know, between two and four hours a week on managing the Google ads grant, uh, for, for your nonprofit. So, you know, that, Okay, you may think that that doesn't seem like too much, but when you look at it in the grand scheme of things, and you know, I know when I was in the, the nonprofit space, there was always more work to do than there were hours in the day to get it done. So um, to adding a couple hours a week of work on something might be just a little bit too much. Uh, so you, you want to make that assessment. And then if you're looking at, at um, a contractor to do it, or you're looking at an agency to handle it for you, um, you really want to ask them some good questions, uh, you know, about what you're getting in return for whatever the cost is, right? How often are they going to be working in that account? Because remember, you're trying to replace somebody who would be putting two to four hours a week in it. Uh, so how much time are they putting into the account? What's their experience, right? What's their track record? Um, when, for the accounts that they've managed, assuming they do have some experience, how many clicks on average are they getting? What's their average click-through rate like? Um, because you want to get an idea of what your return is going to be for the investment. Because you're right, there are firms that are out there that'll say, yeah, we'll, have, we'll manage it for $200 a month. Uh, and, and there are firms that are out there that'll say, yeah, we'll, we'll manage it. It's going to be you know, $2,500 a month. So there's, there's going to be a broad spectrum of experience there. There's going to be a broad spectrum of results. Um, so you, you know, if, you're, if you're looking at an external resource, ask those questions about results. And I'd recommend, um, you know, checking with two or three places before you decide on one. Just like anything else, if you always want to get multiple quotes, right, before you use an external service. Uh, and there, because there is such a broad range of offerings that are out there, I've even seen marketing emails that have come into my inbox and said, we'll manage your Google Ads grant for you. And, and they're offering a price that's just so low that I, that I wonder, you know, what they're actually going to be doing and what kind of results I'd be expecting. So uh, you definitely want to be asking those questions. You want to be asking about their experience um, and you want to make sure you know what kind of results you can expect. Of course, 
Every Google Ads grant account is unique because every ministry is unique. So, you know, you're not going to be able to guarantee any type of results, but you do want to get a, a, an idea of, you know, ballpark for the accounts you're managing. What are the results that you're seeing? And, and I, I, I like to think, especially with Google Ads grant results in two areas. One is, is are you able to utilize the full $10,000? Because sometimes you'll, you'll sign up for it, you'll get going and you'll be running ads, but the frequency of those keywords will you'll actually only turn through you know one or two thousand and so actively manage it so you can actually use the whole ten thousand dollars so you can ask that what's your track record of of, of getting you know between nine and ten thousand dollars actually usage every every month and and then the other i think is references hey can we talk with some of the folks that are currently using your service and uh, see how how happy that they've been with it in addition to the other things that you just you've just described that's uh yeah, that's that's really good. Yeah, and if they're you know if if they're doing work that they're proud of, then getting references shouldn't be a problem. Yeah, that's that's exactly right. Yeah. So, and I think I think if you're listening to this today, first of all, Google Ads Grant has been around forever. I mean, it's been around a long time, and so it's, it's chances are this isn't new to you, but it, it 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 could be something that either you've never really looked at or you've tried it and it didn't work in the past. And so, so just, just knowing that there's a resource out there where you can get $10,000 of free advertising every month and you can tweak it to use, to use it, whatever you, if it's new name, people come into your website for the new names or being able to brand the ministry as a whole, you know, there's lots of different ways and approaches that you can use that advertising. So you don't have to just use it for fundraising or just use it for donations. In fact, that's probably not the best way to use it. That's, we could have a whole nother podcast on strategies around, you know, wh what, what is the right strategies to be using these things. But uh, today we really, we just wanted to, um, we, we know that there are um, cases out there where, where ministries are trying to use Google ads grant and they fall into a trap where their their uh, account gets suspended for whatever reason um you know if if you find yourself in that case and you get stuck you know let us know we we'd love to just hop on the phone and give you some ideas and uh for, for no charge and then if it like if it makes sense for us to be able to dive in deeper we're glad to do that google ads grant is one of the services that 5q provides but but more than that we just wanted to be a resource give you a resource for how do you how when you're stuck how do you get unstuck yeah, I would say at least half of the uh, ads grant clients that we have who will come through the door have an existing account that's been in some sort of state of, of disuse or, or has been suspended in some way. And, and so, you know, our first action is always working on getting that reactivated. So we've got a lot of experience with doing that. Um, we can certainly give you uh, the, the tips and the tricks that will help you yeah. get your own uh, back and, and running again. Great. Well, Ben, thanks so much for joining us today. And uh, for your listeners out there, hope this was helpful to be able to um, be more effective in your Google Ads grant usage. And uh, if you are stuck, you know, here's some tips that we shared in the podcast for you to get unstuck. And don't hesitate to give us a call if, you, if, you, if you're still in a spot where you need some help. So Ben, thanks for, so much for joining us. My pleasure, Chad. If you're interested in learning more about the Google Ads Grant and how to avoid falling into the trap, we have a free resource available just for you, the Google Ads Grant Guide. Just go to 5q.com slash ads grant and pick up your copy today. That's F-I-V-E-Q dot com slash 
A-D-S-G-R-A-N-T with no spaces. Oh, and don't forget about 5Q's digital ministry conference coming up October 6th and 7th via Zoom. You'll be learning from other experts about how to scale your digital outreach. It's a fast-paced two days covering topics on the latest trends in social media, video, personalization, and much, much more. Reserve your spot today at digitalministryconference.com. That's digitalministryconference.com. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast. Until next week, keep learning, keep growing, and keep impacting your world for Christ.